Omega Man Radio has been commissioned to invade deep into enemy territory, drive out the hosts of hell, and take back the land. Our mission is to preach Jesus Christ, the Son of God, who is the only name written under heaven by which men might be saved, cast out demons, and pray for the sick that they may be healed in Jesus' name. If this program is a blessing to you and you would like to take part in this harvest of souls, join with us and attack the hosts of hell by donating any amount online at www.omegamanradio.com. You may also donate by sending check or money order to 9030 West Sahara Avenue, Suite 665, Las Vegas, Nevada, 89117. We thank you. Are you ready? Ready to take a ride? Grab your coffee and strap yourself in. Because the show is about to begin. From the front lines of America, Babylon. And transmitting worldwide on the internet and satellite. You are listening to Omega Man Radio Network. With Shannon Davis. Brother Gary, how are you doing, my friend? Well, I'm doing uh, just great, Shannon. Great to hear from you, my friend. Everybody, welcome aboard. I'm excited to be here with Pastor Gary Stafford, JustInTimeMinistries.com. And I want to thank you, Brother Gary, for all the hard work you put into this program. Uh, It's an honor to be here with you every week. And uh, would you like to open us up in prayer? Yes, I would. And uh, I'd like to say, O Heavenly Father, we call upon you to clear the airways and prepare the hearts of our listeners to hear what? The promises of God and to be set free from the lies and the plans of the enemy that have trying to cloud our minds and our thinking. And we bind all demons of hell, calling upon each other 
and the angels of heaven that are here to bring forth the victory. Yes, strengthen our spirits, Lord, with guidance and directions of the Holy Spirit in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth and the only begotten Son of God. Amen and amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Welcome back, Brother Gary and everyone out there. And uh, the microphone is yours, my friend. Well, thank you, sir. And, uh, oh, I got a message here that the Lord is knocking at your door. Oh, my gosh. Yes, some one of you, the Lord is at your door knocking. I can't believe that. Well, I can believe it, but uh, to hear that, that soon, oh, I see, it must be the title of this program. The Lord is at your door knocking. Yes, and I'm, I'm, I'm giving you a, a note of uh, answer the door because it's going to change your entire life. And the Lord God will give you the things to speak for he is calling you into revival, yes, and he'll give you the words to speak. <laughs> well, the rest of us, uh, good day and good evening, fellow listeners. It's good to have you back, and how in the world are you? I, uh, I'm sorry we don't have a guest today because uh, my wife, had surgery yesterday, and um, she's feeling just a little under the weather, so we thought we'd give her a break and uh, let her do another program in the weeks ahead. So, um, Marilyn, God bless you, and uh, God heal you in the name of Jesus Christ. And you know what? The Lord has given me an important message uh, about what is going on in the world today. Uh, yeah, I guess we both know that there are things going on that we don't agree with. And it's, uh, we're waiting for the victory. <laughs> and um, you know what? The Lord has that victory, and it's yet to come, but it's going to be coming sooner than you thought. Now, of course, I don't have the full picture yet. I, I know only in part, but there is a new beginning coming soon. However, Satan is trying his best to lay on you great fear great doubt, and great unbelief. Don't buy into it. No, don't buy into what he's saying. It's all lies 
from the father of lies. Yeah, the great deceiver. If what you are hearing is all negative, take authority over every thought and every everything that is of a negative nature, and don't receive it. For Satan is trying to control your mind. Now, if he plants a few thoughts, and you may help him unintentionally by speaking those negative thoughts to others, oh, please, please, don't speak it. For what God has for us is beyond your understanding. Don't forget what's coming. The world's greatest revival. Oh, that's why the Lord was knocking at your door. Oh, it's going to be another revival. And guess whose presence you'll feel. That's right. I'm not saying any more, but have the faith to believe and be ready for you have a part, a very important part, to play. And all shall know and believe what you say because God will give you the words. How about that? God will give you the words. Yeah, and it will happen suddenly and spread like wildfire. Oh, <laughs> throughout your town, my town, and throughout the world. Yes, you are going to see the hand of God moving through ordinary people, and uh, this will be the start of a great, Worldwide revival. Did I say worldwide? Yes. That means that you and your country are going to see changes and that we are hearing people of other faiths having visitations by the Lord Jesus Christ. Can you believe that? People of other faiths are, are, are suddenly awakening, and there is the Lord Jesus Christ ministering to him, and, and, and there's healing going on because the presence of God is there in your room. Oh, my God. I can't believe I, I can't believe it. Yes, and with it, blessings of God, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Oh, my God, how awesome is this? But before I give this message, I just want to remind you that we'll be taking it worldwide. Yes, along with the Worldwide Communion toward the end of the program, and you may want to take a moment to get some bread or a cracker and some wine or grape juice or whatever you'll 
be using as God looks more at your repentant heart than he does what's in the cup. Now, (laughs) on with our program. And you know weather had really been changing? Large amounts of rain, tornadoes, lightning, severe earthquakes, volcanic eruptions. You know what? Something is happening. And it's different. So this is a warning about a change that's coming. I wonder, (laughs) I wonder as I see record temperatures, even in the USA. Oh, it's amazing. Yeah, it's up there and breaking all records. And uh, I'd like to tell you that a lot of people are asking a lot of questions. Yeah. (laughs) Even 2,000 years ago, they were asking questions when Jesus was sitting on the Mount of Olives. Yeah, his disciples came to him, yeah, privately, saying, tell us when all these things will be, and what will be the sign of your coming? And of the end of the age. And what would Jesus do? Well, he'd do just like he would if he were talking to you. And he answered and said to them, and you know, as Jesus foretold of the events to come to his disciples. And as he relates in Matthew 24, you know, and I suggest that you read all of it, because there's so much there that you can read it two or three times before you get the full feeling of what is being said by Jesus Christ the son of the living God. And he, uh, but I'll try because of our time situation, um, try and condense as much of it as I can. And uh, the first thing that Jesus says in Matthew 24, verse 4, is see to it that no one misleads you. Oh, there's the enemy's head rearing up and wanting to uh, to bring doubt and fear. All right? See to it that no one misleads you, for many will come in my name. Oh, really? Saying, I am the Christ, and will mislead many. You're kidding. No, many will come in my name saying I am the Christ and will mislead many. You see, this is the counterfeit that he warns you of. And then he continues saying, 
and you will be hearing awards and rumors of awards, see that you're not frightened for these things must take place, but this is not the end. Oh, you just turn on the news and you hear about Ukraine and Russia. And you talk, uh, you hear more about China and Taiwan. And how many months have we heard about that? Oh, flexing our, our, our abilities and flexing our strength so as to bring fear. Well, I'll tell you what. I don't fear anything, and uh, the only thing that I know is that I don't have the full story, but I have the full faith. How about that? The full faith to believe that God is going to take care of his people, and how he will do it, it's being told through 33 thousand promises in the Bible. Oh, how many have you counted? Well, that's not many. No, no, no. There there are 33,000 promises of God's grace, His mercy, His love, His compassion. And when you have that, you have on the full armor of God and you realize that God has got a plan for your life and it's not doubt and fear and and misunderstanding. No. No. For nation will rise against nation. We hear this. And kingdom against kingdom. And in various places, there will be famines and earthquakes. Not on my plate. I have a God that took care of three million people in the desert. And they had a full meal every day. Eating the bread of angels and never being in lack of water. No, he took care of them for 40 years. In fact, even their clothes didn't wear out. Although the style must have changed. (laughs) All right, well, nation will rise against nation, and kingdom against kingdom, and in various places, yes, There'll be the famines and earthquakes, but not on your plate. They speak today of food shortages, but how bad? So we don't know, but serious, yes, it'll be serious for many people. And then we read in verse 8, but all these things are merely the beginning of birth times. Now, some of you, um, maybe men, uh, may not know what a birth time is, and that's something every mother knows before her child is born. And she'll have contractions. 
And what is that? That's the foretelling of a new birth. As the contractions continue, coming closer and closer together. And when they get to about five minutes, it's off to the hospital or the midwife, and uh, depending on where you live, as the birth of a new child is imminent. So the Lord Jesus Christ warns us of these conditions in our world with greater frequency, so it shall be a warning of his, what? His coming. Yes, Jesus Christ is returning. But these things must go before his return. And it goes on to say in Matthew 24, verses 10 through 14, And at that time many will fall away and will deliver one another and hate one another. Can you imagine that? Yeah. It's like Republicans and Democrats. They're supposed to be running this country in the United States, and they're doing a foul, foul job of it. Yes, we have some that are Republicans in names only, and Democrats that are more Marxists and socialists than we would have them be. Yeah, can you imagine that? Yes, they know Christ as their Lord and Savior, some of them, but because of the times they've doubted that Jesus heard their prayers. Oh, look at the mess that we're in. Oh, they blame the church. They blame Jesus Christ. They blame fellow Christians for their bad times, criticizing and judging one another, being backslidden in their faith, and cursing anything and everything. And they're being set up for a fall by Satan. For it goes on to say in Matthew twenty-four eleven, and many false prophets will arise and will mislead many. You know what? Satan has his prophets too. And what they say is false. Looking for just the candidate, the backslidden Christian, and those who believe in the New Age movement, something, anything, anything to whet their appetites. Even the atheists and traditional churchgoers might be enticed. But it goes on to say in verse 12, but because of lawlessness, lawlessness is increased, most people, their love will grow cold. Can you believe that? And because of the lawlessness that's increased, 
most people's love will grow cold. I can't believe that. But it's happening. And what is the world coming to? I can't handle this. What's the use? That's what so many people have said. But Scripture says, But the one who endured to the end, he shall be saved. Or another way is accepting Jesus Christ into your heart that he will guide you and look at how close he is in your life, in your heart. Oh, my God, that, that would be awesome. But is that possible? Yes, it is. And this gospel of the kingdom shall be preached to the whole world by people who have Jesus Christ in their heart and in their life, calling him Lord and Savior. Wow. <laughs> wow. And with a witness to all the nations. And then the end shall come. You know what? Omega Man Radio and, and Shannon... <laughs> have been bringing the truth, so look out. They're talking throughout the whole world the truth that will set the captives free. And it's that thing that they do that has enticed me for almost eight years because I've been a part of the team because of an invitation by Shannon, Shannon some eight years ago. And I tell you that I have seen the truth and I bring the truth, so look out. <laughs> the end is coming, is the coming of Christ for his elect. His chosen ones. Yeah. The enemy knowing that we're looking for the sign of Christ's return has already counterfeits for you to believe in. But only God knows Christ's return. And this is scriptural. But a good counterfeit is hard to distinguished from the real thing. Yeah, so we have to be wise as serpents and harmless as doves, for Scripture warns us in Matthew 24, verse 23, if anyone says to you, Behold, here is the Christ, or there he is, do not believe him. And it goes on to say that false Christs and false prophets will arise and will show great signs and wonders so as to mislead, if possible, even the very elect. Yeah. Fellow Christians deceive 
by lack of faith and lack of the word and the promises of God. So, you know what? You've been warned. Test the spirits. You shall know them by their fruit. Do not be quick to have someone lay hands on you. Watch. Remember God's word. Remember his promises. If it doesn't line up with the gospel found in the Bible, it's not from God. Yes, and I tell you, go look up the continuation of Matthew 24, for it says in verse 25, Behold, I've told you in advance. You see that? He knows what the enemy is doing. He sees the false commentary and the words that are not scriptural. And Jesus can torn turns He continues to warn us of the counterfeits that, you know, have been set up by Satan to deceive you, telling you, if therefore they say to you, Behold, he's in the wilderness, do not go forth, or behold, he's in the inner rooms, do not believe him. For just as the lightning comes from the east and flashes to the west, so shall the coming of the Son of Man be. In other words, you don't have to rely on someone else's commentary. We'll all see him as just as he uh, went when he left on the cloud and all saw him leave that were looking so we will see him return so be on guard be cautious be discerning that's godly character and he is pleased for you took his warning to heart at least I hope so The return of Christ is soon, sooner than you think. And just learn the parable of the fig tree as shown in the book of Mark. And it says in Mark 13, 28, 29, and 30, when its branch has already become tender and puts forth its leaves, you know that summer is near. What's he talking about? He's talking about the parable of the fig tree. Yeah. Even so, you too, when you see these things happening, recognize he is near right at the door. Wait a minute. What's the name of this program? 
The Lord is at your door knocking? Oh, my God. He's trying to prepare you for the things to come. He's right at the door, it says in verse 29. And it goes on to say, Truly, truly, I say to you, this generation will not pass away until all these things take place. What did I say earlier? Some of you listening to this program will be alive at his return. Yeah. So I tell you, when Jesus speaks, he speaks with godly authority, and he's part of the Holy Trinity, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. And when he says, heaven and earth will pass away, but my words will not pass away. Found in Mark thirteen thirty-one, And the reason why I say these quotations is so that you will know where to look for a confirmation of what has just been said. The enemy won't do that. Heaven and earth will pass away, but my words will not pass away. But of the day or of no one knows, or the hour, no one knows, not even the angels in heaven, nor the Son, but the Father alone. Now, that's verse 32. But of the day or the hour, or of no one knows, not even the angels in heaven, nor the Son, but the Father alone. Now, what would that do? That would cause everyone who reads that to believe that no one knows but the Father alone. Well, that didn't stop man. <laughs> ah, yes, I remember 88 reasons why Christ is coming in 1988. How about that? Yeah, that was the name of the book. And a lot of my friends were reading it. And I went, I never read it. Why? Because only God knows when Jesus Christ shall return. Well, that didn't stop man from having uh, a thought about that. And almost everyone was believing the author was right. But you know what? You didn't miss anything. Jesus didn't come. This was false hope. And Satan was thrilled to countless Christians bewildered and confused. There was another man, uh, also uh, family radio, and a uh, heck of a nice guy. I loved listening to him most every night. <clears throat> 
and going to to bed, and I listened, put it on. Howard Campini was a, a, a conglomerate of six Christian radio stations, and he had studied exhaustively the Word of God to predict that Jesus was coming in September 1998. He thought that he had the answer. But it didn't happen. And the board of directors got a little bit embarrassed and asked him to step down from the board because... uh, his predictions have become an embarrassment, causing some to doubt the man and the word of God. So let's stay with the scripture and the truth it reveals. No one knows but the Father alone. Mark thirteen, thirty-two. Write that and underscore it so that You won't be teased or tested by the enemy, you know. Goes on to say in the following verse, in verse 33, Take heed, keep on the alert, for you do not know the appointed time. Well, so goes on to say that, therefore be on alert, for you do not know when the master of the house is coming, whether in the evening, at midnight, at cock-crowing, or in the morning, lest he come suddenly and find you asleep. And what I say to you, I say to all, be on the alert. Yes, a lot has been spoken can still instill faith or can instill fear. Where are you in all this? Are you strong and confident in your walk with the Lord or fearful of the future? As for me, I have perfect peace. Why? Because my God cares. He cares for me because I invited his son into my heart to be my Lord and Savior. And God only knows that even the program today will be corrected or brought to mind the things that I said that I shouldn't have said because there is a Holy Spirit guiding me and giving me the direction I need to have. So, I have perfect peace. Just as the lightning suddenly strikes, so there will be other signs, both in the heavens and the earth. For it says in the book of Luke, chapter 21, and that's 21 through 28, and there will be signs in the sun, moon, and stars, and upon the earth, 
dismay among nations in perplexity of the roaring of the sea and the waves. Well, I certainly wouldn't be on the beach at that time. And men fainting from fear in the expectation of things which are coming upon the earth. For the powers of the heavens will be shaken. And you know what? That shaking is coming soon. Where is your faith? God is doing it for a reason. Yes, he's doing it. And you will not have any fear because you know beforehand that this is coming. But when these things take place, straighten up. Lift up your hands because your redemption re- is uh, your <laughs> your redemption is drawing near. Christ coming, you bet. They will see the Son of Man coming in the cloud, as I said before, with power and great glory, and in the same manner in which he left. And when he comes. He comes suddenly all over the world, and it will be uh, night in one part of the world and daytime in the other, as uh, we are talking to those that are having a late dinner, and uh, I've already had breakfast. And, uh, you know, Scripture says, and Jesus is speaking, I tell you, in that night, there will be two men on one bed, (laughs) or in one bed will be taken, and the other one will be left. There will be two women grinding at the same place, and one will be taken, and one will be left. And two men will be in the field, and one will be taken, and one will be left. Oh, my God. What's going to happen to you? You know what you've been doing. If you've asked for forgiveness and it's covered by the blood of the Lamb of God that was slain, it's remembered no more. This offer of salvation is still free. It's a gift from Almighty God who says if you believe in my Son, you shall not die but have eternal life. So you need to know your eternity is at stake and the plans are being laid out for you this very instant. You will serve God and be taken as his very own or left to face the wrath of God. His judgment in an eternal lake of fire. Do you know for certain where you're going? 
What? You're not sure? Well, now is the time to recommit your life, and suddenly it may be too late. Take advantage of this moment. But God is waiting for you to take advantage of this moment. He's accepting you just the way you are, and he'll give you eternal life. But how? That's easy. Then we look at the, the salvation of Almighty God. It says in uh, John 3, all right, that's John 3, verse 15 and 16 and 17, that Jesus says that whoever believes may in him have eternal life. What? Whoever believes may in him have eternal life. What does it say in the following verse? For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. Well, that just about explains it. But remember this, the next verse, it says, few remember the verse that follows. And I'm sharing that with you. For God did not send the Son into the world to judge the world, but that the world should be saved through him. But how? Well, it says in Romans 10, 9, 10, and 13, if you confess with your mouth Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you shall be saved. For with a heart man believes, resulting in righteousness, and with a mouth he confesses, resulting in salvation. You never gave your life to the Lord? Well, this is the time. Let's stop everything right at this moment. Heavenly Father, say it with me, Heavenly Father, I believe that Jesus Christ died for my sins and that his blood has covered my sins and they are remembered no more. That he died on the cross and then on the third day he rose again from the death from the, <laughs> and my wife just came in, from uh, just, yeah, just um, that uh, he came to give us life. And whoever will believe in him, will have eternal life 
for Jesus has gone to be with his Father now, for now, and he will accept you just the way you are. So, Lord Jesus Christ, of my own free will, I invite you into my heart to be my Lord and my Savior, and I will live the rest of my life for your glory and my commitment to you. And I ask you to cover my sins with your blood that they be remembered no more. Oh, okay. All right. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. And we mentioned that uh, we were going to take communion. And I have my cracker now. And uh, if you have your communion cracker and grape juice and wine or whatever it is, uh, you can take it uh, with us if you're born again. And the power of God rests within you because you've invited him into your heart to be your Lord and Savior, then do this with me. Lord Jesus Christ, it says in 1 Corinthians 11, and I, I give that to you, verses 23 through 26, that the Lord Jesus in the night in which he was prayed, he betrayed, took the bread, and when he had given thanks, he broke it, I broke it, and said, this is my body, which is for you. Do this in remembrance of me. So, Lord Jesus Christ, I take this bread now, for this is your body which has been given for me. Thank you, Lord. I do this in remembrance of you. Thank you, Lord. And in the same way, he took the cup also. I have my cup. At the supper, saying, this cup is now the new covenant in my blood. Do this as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. For as often as you eat this bread and drink the cup, you proclaim the Lord's death until the Lord comes again. Let's do that now. Thank you, Lord. 
Thank you, Lord Jesus Christ. My sins have been covered by the blood of the Lamb of God that are remembered no more, and I am free of my past. And I stand before the Lord Jesus Christ and say, O Son of God, O Lord Jesus Christ, I will serve you with every living breath to prepare the way of your return. Amen and amen. All right. Well, I tell you, it's a a strange thing. You know, the thing is, we don't know that what we have just done is create a relationship. This is not religion. It's a relationship. And I want to show you in Scripture. In 2 Corinthians 6, in verse 2, in verse 16, verse 17 and 18, here is what you will hear. And God is speaking. At the acceptable time, I listen to you. When? On the day of salvation, I helped you. He was here. He was here because he wanted you to be his child. Behold, now is the acceptable time. We couldn't have picked a better time. Behold, now is the day of salvation. I will dwell in them, verse 16, and walk among them, and I will be their God, and they shall be my people. What? I will dwell in them, and walk among them, and I will be their God, and they shall be my people. Friends, brothers and sisters in the Lord, that's a relationship. And uh, he knows what you've been doing. Therefore, come out of their midst and be separate, says the Lord, and do not touch what is unclean. And what will he do? I will welcome you. And I will be a father to you. And you shall be sons and daughters to me, says the Lord Almighty, in verse 18. Underscore that. Put a little star next to that. I will be a father to you, and you shall be sons and daughters to me, says the Lord Almighty. And that's with his knowing 
every single thing that you have ever done. So welcome to the family of God. He loves you more than you know. You know what comes after that? Peace. Peace that comes that defies all understanding. A peace that lets you see where you're going with full victory in your grasp. And Jesus Christ, what will he do? He'll lead you to your destiny. You were born for a purpose. And now you're going to see what God is going to do. I want you to know there was a, a high school senior that was listening one night, one day, <laughs> depending on where that person lives, and God is calling him to be the leader of his gathering, his people, his friends, and they shall move in such a way that God will give them details as to what they are to do. Just surrender your will and let God lead through his Holy Spirit. Now, I'll tell you, he's going to give you things, and his, his plan is, is that God refines and purifies his people, and then he fills them with his power. You didn't know that, did you? That he places each Christian in his love, and compassion for the loss. So true revival, you're going to see angels visit. You're going to see young men see visions, and old men dream dreams. And Christians will be equipped with the Spirit of God. And how many gifts are there? Nine gifts. Yeah. Nine gifts. And you will see the revival that you've already heard about as in Asbury and also uh, in Oklahoma. 60,000 people, young people, gathered in a stadium holding 60,000 people, praising God, seeking God, repenting of God, of their past misdeeds. We all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. So, Brother Shannon, I'd like to turn this over to you and tell you, the Lord is at your door knocking. 
Amen. 90 seconds. Praise the Lord. Brother Gary, a powerful word today, my brother. I want to tell you, I love and appreciate you. I really do. And um, it is a blessing to be here with you every week. Folks, I want you to get over to Brother Gary's website, justintimeministries.com. I want to encourage you to support his ministry. There's a PayPal link there. You can do 60 it. seconds. And share this program today with a friend. I'll get it up this hour. Uh, Brother Gary, what shall we title this program for the archive? Oh, I thought you'd never ask. The Lord is at your door knocking. I love it. The Lord is at your door knocking. Amen. And I will tell you that it will be the the young people that are going to lead this new revival. They are going to be filling stadiums. They will be filling dance halls and everything else. So they are going to Ten swell seconds. with the fullness of God at their side. Amen. I believe it. I think we got more time than we realize. Now, we need to be ready to meet Jesus every day. He could call us home anytime, but he also told us to occupy till he comes. And, um, you know, I had a prophetic word or two over the years over my, my children. And my oldest right now, my three children in the second part of my life, uh, is six. God was going to use them in ministry. If he was coming back next month, next year, I don't see how he's going to do that. Uh, I'm not saying he couldn't come back. Uh, only the Father knows the day of the hour that the, he's going to send the Lord Jesus back. But, you know, there's still some things that got to take place before Jesus comes back. And, uh, folks, we need yes, to be ready. And, and the Lord will fill their mouths with the wisdom of God, and people will hear it and be transformed. Amen. And I said all that to say this. Um, the Lord delivered me. I think once and for all, the spirit of the fear of the end times, about two weeks ago with the word, and really resonated my spirit. Is the word of God true or not? Of course it is. Let every man be a liar. The word of God certainly is true. And it said, the fear of man bringeth a snare. This is over in, I believe, Psalms. And I'm going to give you the exact word as we're closing. I don't want to just leave us hanging here. The fear of man bringeth a snare. Okay. Proverbs 29.25 Let me get it in the King James my beloved King James and this was really a blessing to me brother Gary it says the fear of man bringeth a snare but whoso putteth his trust in the Lord shall be safe that means what it says folks now yes the word also says all those in Christ Jesus shall suffer persecution sure through much persecution and tribulation, we enter into the kingdom of God. Uh, Jesus says, you know, uh, he talks about the patience and the faith of saints in Revelations. Yes, all this is true. But we don't have to be worried about Klaus Schwab, the WEF, the CDC, the WHO. They're going to do their things. But God's going to do his. Mighty exports yes, through his people. Yes, he's going to be doing it sooner 
instead of later because he's got a plan of which we have no knowledge and uh, but we know that there is a loving God we have a relationship yes this is not religion just believe in the word of God word of God's true and I I latched on to it I said you know what I'm going to stand on this I will be okay you'll be okay the, those that fear the Lord and obey him even the angels of the Lord will encamp about you to deliver you doesn't mean we're not going to go through some tough times but we can make it with Jesus and with that I ran out of time brother Gary we love and appreciate yeah. you we'll see you next week <laughs> alright God, God bless, bless you brother thank you brother Gary great word Okay, let me go ahead and get Brother John Trill on. Again, folks, read that for yourself, Proverbs twenty nine twenty five. It liberated me. I'm hanging on to it. I'm going to be okay. You're going to be okay, folks. We can make it with Jesus. He said he'll never leave nor forsake us. Let me save this program, and we will be right back. Stand by. Brother John, 